Hello. I'm Natalie. And I'm Paul. Welcome to God Hates Fang's True Blood podcast. This week we're going to be talking about Karma, which is episode six of the seventh and final season. Wow, only four to go. Only four, only three to go, really, but we haven't, oh, watched, yeah. we haven't watched the new one yet. Yeah, we apologise, we're a bit late. Um, you guys have probably already seen the next episode, so... <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're still, we're a, bit, we're a little bit behind. That makes most of this podcast we've done them, really. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what, what happened... Oh, this is like a week ago, it's hard to remember. Um, uh, Start off with Eric and Pam. Oh, yeah, following on from the previous week's episode, uh, Eric loses Sarah Newlin, who he had in, like, a death grip, you might remember. Terminator, Starly, yep. yeah. Yeah, yep. <laughs> And he continues to fight wave after wave of Yakuza red shirts, all the while still clutching that severed jawbone. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to do with it? Is there a, was, is he, it... was he hitting them with the jawbone? I wasn't sure. Oh, I can't <laughs> was remember. It as a weapon. It was cool though. Whatever, whatever his game plan was, it was good. It was good. So uh, anyway, while yeah, while he is visibly weakened by the Hep V, he is still capable of killing off a dozen or so sword wielding humans with his bare hands. <laughs> this was just this was classic True Blood. This whole sequence wasn't it? Just a, just the right amount of silliness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was good fun. It was like a video game, wasn't it? It's like, what, more of them? <laughs> but however, however, Nat, he is forced to surrender when they have Pam in chains. No. No. But Pam's healthy. She should be able to fight off some Yakuza. Eric's sick and he managed to do it. <laughs> yeah, but them silver chains there. Yeah. So the, the, the Yakuza, uh, they speed off in Fast and Furious cars. <laughs> Which yeah. is not very subtle, considering yeah. they just... They undercover Yakuza then. Yeah. <laughs> They just massacred an entire ballroom full of rich Republicans. And they went off in there. In the most leery-looking <laughs> cars they could possibly find. So Eric and Pam are taken to a hotel where they are left by a window uh, with only minutes left until sunrise. Did, did you think they were going to die? Oh, Four uh, episodes to go. did for a second. Part of me thought they might be there for no. No. Well, they were getting into the, the, the home run in the last three episodes, so it's kind of getting to a point where when these things happen, it could result in death. Yeah, very true. Uh, who, who knows? They might die by now anyway. Oh, God, don't, <gasps> even, don't even say that. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Gus, uh, who's uh, the head honcho of the Yekanama Corporation. Yekanama. I think that's what they're called. I didn't actually Google it, I kind of guessed, so it might not even be called that, I apologise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mr. Gus, he's got this Japanese cowboy thing going on that's pretty cool. Yeah, and it turns out that the corporation went bankrupt after the Hep V crisis, which explains why there is no true blood. Ah, we were yeah, wondering that, weren't we? We weren't wondered we? why they wasn't making fresh. Yeah, because that would seem like the obvious thing to do in this crisis. But, but, but surely the government or someone would step in, you know, where there's such a demand for the product. Yeah, because it would save a lot of lives if the government kind of subsidised the company and, and said, look. We've got like a worldwide crisis here. We kind of need the true blood. Yeah, you, you kind of created it, and now you now you now you take it off the market. Yeah. At kind of crucial moment. That's it. Would it be black market true blood sold? I don't know. Does it go off? I suppose it has to be kept refrigerated. Maybe all the stocks of it are don't know. expired now. What's, what's the the, the silver? Yeah, how long does a bottle of that survive for? I don't know. If it's that, refrigerated, actual blood doesn't last. Real blood doesn't last very long at all, does it? I think. What, even refrigerated? Even refrigerated, it's got quite a limited shelf life. Anyway, um, yeah, Mr Gus uh, makes a bargain with Eric after Pam intervenes and tells them to stop measuring their dicks. 
Um, yeah, they make a deal that uh, they will help him capture Sarah Newlin uh, in exchange. He will let them live, and Eric can kill Sarah Newlin as long as he gives Mr. Gus the body. Hmm, what the fuck does he need her body what for? What does he need the body for? What does he need the <laughs> I body didn't really for? understand this. <laughs> if they just want her dead, then what? Is Maybe it's some kind of Yakuza weirdness that we're not aware of. Yeah. I have no idea what beef they have. <laughs> maybe they're going to turn into a Yakuza demon. Zombie. Ah, <laughs> oh, if only monster. there was. A, if only there was a season eight to come. <laughs> That'd be the season Spin eight. Spin off. Spin off show. <laughs> so yeah, so fa- um, fans have been really positive about how much screen time Eric and Pam have had together this season. That's uh, that's been a highlight for a lot of people because obviously it, people love Eric and they love Pam and they love Eric and Pam together. So it's nice that they've been buddies. It is. It's, up. it's going back to the old seasons, isn't it? Yeah. Was, like uh, people are happy that Bill and and Suki. <laughs> Many people are time. not happy about that. Oh, aren't they? <laughs> some, well, some people are, some people aren't. Some people don't care. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, yeah, speaking of Bill, um, he finds out that he's got Hep V, obviously. That was last episode, wasn't it? That was the end, yeah, that was the end of last yep. episode. So his reaction, oh, yep. his, uh, his, his Bill-style reaction, is to <laughs> call a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. A lawyer that specialises in vampire stuff. Though, yes, yes. In order to ensure that all his money and property is passed on to Jessica. Uh, considering he's so, like, super rich, I kind of thought he should have done this maybe before the Hep V crisis. He, no. Considering he kind of nearly dies every week. Uh, and he yeah, died maybe. once and then come back to life. But maybe he was that sure, because of all that, they thought. It's <laughs> like, hey, I've got superpowers, yeah, I don't need a will. I'm never going to pass this shit on, I love it. <laughs> I kind of thought it was a bit silly that Bill didn't have a will already considering, especially considering he's written that book so he must be super, super rich now Yeah, but there's no real way for him to die though, is there? Unless someone beheads him or something or stakes him before the Hep V crisis, there's no Oh yeah, but that was always nearly happening like Lorraine nearly <laughs> killed him and, Yeah um, Witches nearly killed him and uh Russell Edgington nearly killed him. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> he notices that the virus is moving incredibly fast. Uh, while Eric took two months, uh, sorry, took months to get to stage two, Bill is there in minutes. Uh, what's our theory on this? Fairy blood. Fairy blood, yeah, I think that's pretty much the <laughs> unanimous theory. <laughs> the, the other theory, I suppose, is that it's a new strain of the virus and that all the vampires are going to start getting the accelerated version. Uh, because um, the original version of the virus was a lot faster, wasn't it? Because Nora got killed really quickly. Mm. Fairy blood. Yeah, but yeah, fairy <laughs> blood. It's Sookie's fault. So yeah, Jessica overhears him state that he has Hep V on the telephone. Uh, but when she questions him, he doesn't tell her. Uh, presumably because he doesn't want to worry her. <laughs> I like the way she was trying to tell him her romantic problems. He's like, ah, I can't really talk about that now. <laughs> I got man stuff to do. <laughs> i got shit to pass on to you. <laughs> so he goes to um, a lawyer's office uh, where dozens of vampires are all congregate, congregating in a waiting room. Yeah, sure, it's not just one lawyer in the whole of Louisiana. You'd think there'd be more vampire lawyers. It's going to be quite a lucrative business. Yeah. And um, it didn't seem like she had any particularly kind of specialist knowledge. <laughs> that looked like an look like a, a accident and emergency room in, in Britain's hospitals, didn't it? Yeah. That, <laughs> That kind of <laughs> that kind of vibe. That kind of vibe and the <laughs> amount of people and time to wait. A lot of people noticed that it was kind of a reference to Beetlejuice. Mm. That scene and the and the writer. Uh, this episode was written by Angela Robinson, and she said in a recent interview, I think it was with the Vault, 
uh, but it's also paying homage to the film Brazil, oh. which is an awesome film. Yeah. Which uh, never realised, but yeah. Uh, everyone should see that film. And Beetlejuice, both awesome films. Oh, um, yeah, and it was they showed quite a variety of vampires in that scene, kind of all ages and races and social backgrounds. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, not all glamorous leather jacket-wearing badasses, are they? No, no, so that's kind of cool. And they showed like a mother and son vampire and all kinds of things. And also the postman vampire that they showed. Yeah. Um, I think that he appeared in season one, the postman, but he wasn't a vampire. Ah. The same guy, I think. It's not Simbag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably nobody noticed that. So it turns out that the lawyer... Turns out to be a real bitch. Yes. Um, she tries to extort $10 million from Bill <laughs> um, so that he can ensure his estate is passed on to Jessica before his death. I like the way that he didn't kind of act like $10 million was impossible. Yeah, just, just, like, <laughs> just a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a inconvenience. Yeah, it's like, oh, $10 million? Oh, really? <laughs> it's going to take me days to get, get it out Oh, what's my, what's my bank going to say? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if, hang on, if Bill's got all that money, why can't he just... Why can't you just get a better lawyer? Why has he got to go to a lawyer's office? Surely you've got that amount of money. They come to you, you don't they? Yeah, I think it's a bit silly. They're doing extenders. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> also, I kind of... With the anti-glamour... Yeah, when he started glamouring her, did you think straight away, oh yeah, she's got the contacts in from... We saw last season. We know they've got contacts. <laughs> did you think that? I kind of... Yeah. I was thinking, no, it's not going to be that easy. She's going to have contact lenses in. Yeah, of course, yeah. The glamouring thing, that's way in the past. <laughs> yeah, you can pick them up. What was it? At Walmarts or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I did th- kind of wonder, though, couldn't he just pull her contact lenses? I don't know about how easy it is. Just poke her eyes out. Couldn't you just poke her in the eyes? <laughs> yeah. Poke her in the eyes. And then glamour her and say, yeah you got to forget that I spoke you in the eyes. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want $10 million. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that fans are confused about was that Bill was saying that he wrote a will in the 1890s, hmm. um, which is weird because he was a vampire then and he was presumed dead and his wife and daughter would have inherited the house anyway at that point. But then he probably just moved back in when they pegged it. He moved back in when another... Um, ancestor, uh, descendant um, was living in his house and then kind of claimed it somehow I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs the legalities of vampire <laughs> property laws you want to see that paperwork, <laughs> get it out Bill but yeah I didn't understand why he'd written a will in the 1890s anyway it just seemed strange so, he was like with Lorena tearing up <laughs> everywhere, why would he kind of stop and think hmm, I really must get my will sorted out <laughs> yeah it's a bit dry isn't it the bill's quite dry, so maybe that is in character for him. <laughs> so Bill is disgruntled and kills the lawyer and her bodyguard. So a lot of fans were kind of saying, oh, this proves that Bill is evil. No. <laughs> no. no. That's surely a, a symptom of the Hep V, wasn't it? That's Anger. what I kind of thought. Even if he was acting out of frustration of the fact that this woman was kind of taking advantage of a load of sick vampires, like, it would... Yeah. I still wouldn't think it'd be that out of character of a build killer. That's quite a that's quite a swift kill move, wasn't it? I like the way he picked up a pencil to stake the the vampire. That was pretty cool. Did you see that? Yeah, it was really quick. <laughs> it was awesome. Put the knife in the or the pen. What was it like a letter knife? It, it was a letter opener. He stabbed her with, and then a yeah. pencil for I mean, the vampire. That's awesome. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because going back to the Hep V turning vampires feral, we did see Eric a couple of weeks ago kill Rosie and mm. drain her kind of spontaneously. Or semi-spontaneously. And I kind of thought at the time, would Eric have killed her? Well, I suppose Eric might have killed her anyway. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, but I did kind of... I don't know. It should... When the other heavy vampires that we've seen, judging by their behaviour, it makes sense that Eric and Bill start going... Start going mental. Going mental, yeah. And just killing for food. Yeah. So, yeah, the whole scene was quite interesting because it shows... Uh, the whole repercussions of Bill's actions in season five and six. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was the one that had the True Blood factories blown up. Yep. Then killed the governor. Yep, and now everything's fucked. Uh, yep, and the <laughs> title of this episode is... Karma. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, karma, yes. And and the other irony here is that he came to Bon Tomp and did like some terrible things to in order to access Sookie's oh, blood. I'm sorry, terrible. Oh, he did like, get, let her get beaten up. Oh, yeah, that's quite really terrible. Really badly. I think made sexy things. It's <laughs> <laughs> just okay. Um, and yeah, so the irony there is that um, she's now giving him her blood freely and it's going to probably kill him. No, he won't die. No. Well, Surely not. I don't know, I'm 50-50 now. Hey, we get, to see the, <laughs> we get to see the next episode after we've done this. Yay! So come on. <laughs> We're going to talk really fast from now on. Right, so okay, yeah. Let him <laughs> so yeah, so let, let, let him may still trying to convince Lafayette that she's not crazy or a drug addict. And she genuinely wants to find out what Tara is trying to tell her. Uh, yeah, we see here that James is a, is a nice, sympathetic young man, or old man. And uh, he suggests that Lafayette take her word and uh, let her go on one last V-trip to try and figure out what's going on. Yeah, good on you, James. Uh, yeah, what a nice chap. What a charming man. <laughs> so, yeah, so if she's an addict, then uh, doing it one more time isn't going to make much difference. Yeah, she's addicted to the V at this point. It doesn't matter, really, does it? <laughs> so, do we know why Lafayette won't use his ghost whisperer powers? Any reason? Oh, shit, because Suki's dad possessed him last season, didn't he? Suki's dad possessed... Suki's dad possessed Lafayette oh, and then made him try and kill yeah, Suki. Yeah. Which was really stupid. <laughs> yeah. that, was it. That, that was just so stupid. <laughs> Suki's nice parents like wanted to kill her from beyond the grave. But anyway, enough about season six or whatever that was. Hey, um, what's happened to Lafayette's mum? I she was in she's like quite a she's got quite a big role, not big role, but a key supporting role in 12 Years a Slave. Oh. And she was, I mean, she was quite a well-renowned actress anyway, so maybe she's just too expensive <laughs> to hire. <laughs> I was, I did like her character though, I wish that they brought her back. But yeah, no, she's a really famous, I can't remember her name, but she's a really famous actress that plays her. Anyway, so Lafayette and his auntie uh, drink James's blood and have a vision of Tara, again in a white dress with a snake and a crucifix and speaking in tongues and everything. Um, she takes them to the yard of her childhood home and starts digging. What does this all mean? <laughs> is that is all the symbolism with like the crucifix and the snake and blah 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 blah? Is this a reference to something in particular that we're not getting, or is it just random weirdness? It's got to be something in particular, isn't it? It's got to be a game changer or a, a savor of something, or what? Yeah, what could be or... hidden in the yard of her childhood home, though? That only she knows about. <laughs> I don't that, will, that will help Lafayette and Letty May somehow I don't know but it's got to be pretty cool though there's got to be some huge payoff to this because it's a lot of screen time that they're spending on Le- on Letty May for it not to be something really significant I think she's so we think she's definitely dead even is there, is there a possibility that she was taken by someone and a and load of blood and guts was put in her place so Letty May thinks she was killed Oh, I don't know. And maybe those, buried her in the ground. Yeah, well, those there. Hep V vampires, they're not kind of oh, organised yeah. or anything. I can't imagine they'd be that devious. No, I think she's dead. And I'm kind of 
I'm kind of wavering on the idea that Letty Mae killed her now. I'm not so sure about that, but... Yeah, I'm not. Fi- I'm thinking she didn't. I'm thinking she didn't, but the, but yeah, now I'm anxious to see what's hidden in the yard. Is it going to be a big payoff? A big load of money for... So Lafayette and Letty Mae can live like queens mm. for the rest of their <laughs> <laughs> Live like queens. <laughs> I like it. So, yeah, so Adeline and Wade, um, over at the Belfleur Mansion... Uh, Andy is horrified to find Wade and Adeline shagging. <laughs> well, there's my daughter. Go throw her hands off her. <laughs> so he took, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, from that, he, he talks in his really angry, deep voice and chases naked Wade out of the house. I feel kind of perverted seeing naked Wade. He's like 12, isn't he? That was just weird. <laughs> so Andy and Holly argue, um, each blaming each other's kid for the sexy shenanigans. What's the beef? What is the beef? Come on, they're both kind of legal. It's bon Everyone's at it. <laughs> <laughs> and Holly mentioned this, but does Adeline's fairy blood kind of make her extra horny? Mm. Because her mum kind of jumped yeah, Andy. She's going to jump on Andy. Yeah, so is Adeline kind of going to be like that as well? And if she gets pregnant, will the pregnancy only last a week? Yeah, and then she has like six babies <laughs> after a week's pregnancy. Oh yeah, no, they should they should definitely be using protection. Um, but speaking of the Belfrots, is anyone else wondering where Andy's grand and sister are? Yeah, I did kind of... I didn't wonder too much, but I did notice that they weren't I did there. wonder, because I like Portia, and yeah. I miss her, kind then, of. Did they say they last season? Uh, yeah, for Terry's funeral, they were both oh. there. And the Gran was a different actress, because before she was the lady from Brazil, oh. going back to Brazil. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then I think it was not her in the last episode, um, in the last season. It was someone else that wasn't as good. No. Why do they change actresses? <sighs> Anyway, um, Holly and Arlene, uh, they return to work at Belle Fleur's, uh, the artist formerly known as Malotte's. And uh, they find that the stupid town folk, who are now dead, uh, didn't clean it up like they promised because they were too busy stealing guns and getting killed. Ugh. Yeah. Are there still all those frozen bodies in the freezer? I think there's going to be a load of human, human popsicles in the yeah. freezer, aren't there? <laughs> I don't remember anyone moving those. <laughs> so, yeah, Holly and Arlene have seen too much weird shit to be faced by this. So just get on with it. They're like, oh, Jesus, oh, dead uh, bodies. Oh, what the fuck? They've just seen a lot of them. <laughs> they just get the mops and just carry on. It's great. This is kind of like a theme of the whole series and of and a huge thing in the book series that the idea of just getting on with life even though shit just got really weird. <laughs> that's kind of... the that's, that's, what, like, that's what makes Sookie likeable. In, that's the most positive aspect of her character, I think. In this, the books. this also shows how Arlene has grown as a character, and she's kind of more level-headed and calm in the face of all the gore. Yeah, the old Arlene would have been a bit freaked, but this new Arlene's like, no, it's fucking get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then Andy shows up, and Arlene. Hey, and also she's got vampire blood in her. So oh <laughs> yeah, so she's now got super strength. Yeah. And she's probably and a little bit more high. Chill, yeah, a little bit chilled and high. And... God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Good call, Paulio. Good, yeah, thank good call. you, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, Andy shows up and Arlene acts as mediator between him and Holly, kind of getting them to apologise to each other and admit that they overreacted. Holly apologises quite rightly uh, for calling Adeline a slut. Um, she's just a teenage six-month-old girl sleeping with a boy she loves. I mean, come on. <laughs> What's wrong with that? And the, the, it's, the world's gone to shit anyway, so come on. Yeah, they're probably all going to die in the next couple of episodes. Make Who cares? Make love, not war. 
So uh, someone that's not so happy and not taking it in her stride is Nicole. Yeah, what's her fucking bitch? Oh, she's annoying. <laughs> she's been annoying since she first got into it. She tells Sam that Bon Tomp is crazy and and he's the, the mayor of crazy, so she's going to leave. Oh, she's so irritating. Ugh. Why did they kill off Luna and replace her with this awful woman? But she was cool before. She's seen... She was a little bit cool. She was still a bit annoying the way she was chasing after werewolves with a camera. That was a bit stupid. But... <laughs> See, that's why I'm confused as well. Isn't this like a worldwide epidemic? Yeah. So it doesn't matter where the fuck they live. Surely it's better to be in a place where it's happening where you've got all the people and support around you. Yeah. Yeah, where you've got... Yeah. Yeah, and she went to Bonton purely to hunt supernatural creatures. Yeah, and now she's met someone that's changed into a really cute dog. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's wrong with that? And anyway, they've kind of eradicated quite a lot of the crazy because now the Hep V gang and all the vigilantes are dead. So it's not like it's any worse than any other place she could go to. <laughs> I mean, Sam has to be with his kid if, if she turns out to be a shifter. Exactly. Yeah, she can't. She can't. So be. She can't not be with Sam because Sam is required. Because that kid is gonna be messed up otherwise. It's gonna be like, hey, why the fuck am I changing into a pony, <laughs> mum? <laughs> um, yeah, but so, so, yeah. So basically, Sam can't leave Bonsomp. Um, that would be a rubbish ending for his character. That would be awful. I would hate it if he just... Like an EastEnders ending where they ride off in a taxi yeah, and you see nothing more of them. No, that would be an awful disservice to Sam's character. His, his character's been way underused uh, since he got with Nicole. Yeah, I'm kind of... I'm, I, I didn't want her to die because she's pregnant, but now I think, ah, oh, fuck it, she should just die because she's ruining Sam. Oh, that's a bit hard when she's pregnant. <laughs> you can't she's, say that. She should die in childbirth. Yes. Die do. in childbirth. <laughs> Yes. And then uh, Sam can get with Suki because Bill and Eric are going to get with each other. And that's going to be the ending. <laughs> wow. Saw it. You don't need to watch anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jessica is devastated that Bill uh, um, has Hep V. Uh, so she calls Jason and has him go and fetch Suki, uh, who has a hangover. Yeah. Um, Suki's at her most likeable when she's drunk or hungover. Would you agree? Yes. Yes. Yeah, particularly, yeah, hungover Suki. She's more human. She's a. Uh, more endearing when she's like, go away, my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Jessica reveals Bill's sickness. Uh, so, so Suki goes to get tested to see if it was her who passed it on to him. And we kind of knew as soon as she got covered in Hep V blood that this was going to happen, didn't we? Yes. I think everyone was watching and thought, Suki just got covered in Hep V blood. She's obviously going to give Hep V to someone now. And, and then she did. And it's obviously <laughs> Bill, which was. Well, quite silly, really. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, Bill, Bill knew as well that she'd been covered in the Hep V blood, so it's kind of stupid of, um, on behalf of both of them. <laughs> Suki, I expect this from Suki, but I don't expect this stupidity from Bill. Yeah, come on, Bill. Uh, so, but while she's waiting for her test results, Suki and Jason, they have a little discussion about the nature of love, and she says that she loved Eric and Alcide, but nothing like the love she had for Bill. Go, go Bill! <laughs> Um, Jason agrees and says he knows he, he doesn't love Violet in that way. Um, uh, yeah, all tea, the, the Eric, and Suki, Eric and Suki shippers are upset that oh. Suki said this. And they're like, but she loved him in season four. He, yeah, <laughs> but, like, yeah, but he was like... He lost his memory and He stuff, was idiot's Eric in season four. <laughs> <laughs> then he got back to awesome Eric and then she didn't like him so much which is weird but there you go but hey it turns out that Suki did pass the Hep V on to Bill oh what the fuck yeah and they're both <laughs> equally stupid for not having well not having 
thought that she'd probably catch it from lots of blood splash. Yeah, so stupid. Stupid people. <laughs> Um, onto um, onto someone else stupid, uh, Jason. <laughs> uh, Jason, um, oh, he's stupid in a lovable way, though, so it's okay. After humping Jessica, Jason decides that the noble thing to do would be to break up with Violet. Mm. An unusually, unusually sensible decision from Jason. However, he gets home to find her wearing sexy underwear and intent on sucking his cock. <gasps> oh. So... She, he just lets him. He, he just lets her get on with it. Really. Yeah. <laughs> he should have kind of realised something was up. Did he not come across as suspicious? But then <laughs> no. But, well, but, uh, but then he's Jason, and she's quite weird anyway. So maybe it, it didn't... Yeah, yeah. Nah. I'll, yeah. No. Did, did you think? Did, <laughs> did you when she started sucking his cock think that she was going to bite it? Bite it off. That was my first thought. I was thinking, yeah, no, don't let her down that, there. That'd be too much. That'd be too bad for Jason to lose that. Well, be turning to <coughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, go spoilers. For it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yes, yeah, so if a vampire did bite your cock off, and then gave you gave you vampire blood, yes, would your cock grow back? <laughs> um, I don't know. I know that the vampires, when they heal, their limbs grow back. If you chop a vampire's leg off, when they heal, they they do grow it back. So basically, Theon finds some vampires. Spoiler, Game of Thrones spoiler. What? Game oh, of Thrones spoiler. <laughs> hey, everyone's seen season whatever the fuck that was yeah. by now, surely. Uh, anyway, um, I kind of thought Jason should, rather than trying to break up with her, he should have just staked her. He should have just shot her as soon as he came in the door. Yeah, the fact that he didn't kill Sarah proves he couldn't kill a woman in cold blood. Yeah, think? Jason's just too nice to kill his girlfriend, which is a shame because that would probably solve a whole load of problems. I think that'd be some big fight. I think she'd be a tough She's one. quite tough, yeah, she's really ancient. She just rip his spine out or something. But ah, but see, I think she wants Jason. She truly yeah. wants Jason and doesn't want him to be with Jessica. She doesn't want him dead. She wants him. Or she just glamour, or could she not just glamour him? She could, but then she. I suppose she needs Jessica out of the picture somehow. But then she can't kill Jessica because then people will know and be suspicious. Wade at Fort Belfleur. And easily convinces the two naive youngsters they should come with her to safety. Oh, what's her game? <laughs> oh, she's going to hold them hostage? Is she? I, I think the the main theory that fans are having is that she's going to make it look like Jessica killed them because oh. everyone knows that Jessica killed the other sisters. Oh, that's bad. And then that's going to make Jason hate Jessica and it's going to make everyone want to kill Jessica and without her, without Violet having to look like the bad guy at all. Oh. That's kind of... That's the prominent theory right now. I'd go along with that, that seems. Hey, how comes it took so long for Holly and Andy to get to Fort Belfleur? I think it was daylight when they it left. It was daylight when it? they left and it's in their backyard. What the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. So, meanwhile, Sarah Newlin? Oh yeah, she visits her sister Amber, uh, who looks very close to meeting the true death. Yeah. And uh, Sarah explains that she's now called Numi. Good name. And, uh, and she's a Buddhist, mm. uh, or a Buddhist, because she's American. Buddhist. Uh, but obviously, uh, since this is Sarah Newlin, she's just acting in her own interests. And, uh, and she's just taken on this religion to try and win sympathy, it ah. seems. But she reveals that she drank the Hep V antidote during, during the season five <laughs> finale. So now her blood is the only cure. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ironically, it's a good thing that Jason didn't kill Sarah. Yeah. A very good thing. It's, it's good that they brought her back, isn't it? Instead of 
Instead of bringing in a new villain. Oh, God, say. yeah. They could have brought in Mary Ann Mock 2. She's a fun villain, isn't she? But yeah, yeah. She's a cool She's a cool character. I just miss Steve Noodin. I wish he'd been in, involved as well. Ah. <gasps> Rest I in... love you, Jason. It's the house. <laughs> oh, saddest oh, a... character death ever. He's the best. So, cracking on. Uh, yeah, so uh, Eric, Pam and Mr Gus and the Yakuza Red Shirts arrive at Amber's house and there's a cool sexy shot of them all arriving in their <laughs> nice clothes. Uh, Eric sees that Amber's uh, Hep V veins have disappeared. <gasps> what? What? So so can they use a sample of Sarah's blood to kind of engineer yeah. the antiviral medicine? I would have thought so, yeah. Or would that take too long? And they don't have, like, a team of scientists, I suppose. Or just use her as a blood donor. I mean... How many vampires could she feasibly cure, though? How much of a blood would you need? Did her, did her sister need? We don't Ooh, know, do we? we didn't see, did we? We didn't see. If it was just a drop, then I suppose she could cure lots of vamp- vampires. But she's probably not going to do that. If Amber bit Sarah, that would have made her a hefty carrier, wouldn't it? Or would the antivirus in her blood prevent that? I don't know. It's true blood. There's no science involved. They just make this shit up as they go along. It's good shit, though, isn't it? It is good shit, yeah, that's a cool twist. I didn't though. see that coming. I No, I did not see that coming. That was, that was good. Um, so, yeah, so Bill returns home to find um, Bill and Suki cry, um, Bill and Suki, Suki and Jessica uh, crying and hugging over the fact that he's sick. Ah. Suki, Jessica and Bill are a sort of family, like, like season one and two. Yeah, they're back to being the little threesome, uh, non-sexy threesome that they were. This is kind of a parallel with all the flashbacks we've had to Bill's human life. Um, yeah, because he was kind of like reminiscing about when he was human and he had people around him who cared. And But actually, we see that even as a vampire, he does have that. He has two ladies that love him very much and are very sad yeah. that he might die. Oh, do you think he'll die? <laughs> well, now it's like they have to find two cures. One for Eric and one for Bill. So it looks like Eric's going to be cured by Sarah. Uh, and Bill by fairy magic. And Bill by the guy from Blade Runner. Yes. Because Sarah Noonan's way too far away for them to bring her back and save Bill too. And he's like on the verge of death. He's got about 20 minutes left. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> going to die really soon. They need to get their shit together now and help him. So, that was pretty much it, wasn't it? That was that was the whole episode, yeah. That was the whole episode. What the, do you think the general reaction to the episode? A lot of people have commented that it's, uh, it was a visually interesting episode. Like all the... Um, the costumes for Eric and Pam and all the silly Yakuza stuff and then kind of juxtaposed with a weird, grim waiting room scene. Oh, and the V-trip. And then the weirdness of the yeah. V-trip. Yeah, I missed all the V-trips that we used to have in season one. They just put all the good things from all the previous episodes just sticking them all together now. Yeah, it wasn't so much a, an episode that drove the story along or one with lots of action, but it was a, an interesting episode nonetheless. Yeah. Although a lot of people have complained that maybe more stuff could have happened considering there's only four episodes left to go. Ah, oh, come on guys, they're doing good. There's four left and... No, well, there's three left after the... I know, it's crazy times we're living in. <laughs> right, let's move on to the... Let's move on to the music. two songs this week uh, there was Round Midnight by Miles Davis hey that's funny you was talking about Miles Davis the other day weren't you yeah yeah it's quite intense some of this, <laughs> some of this stuff quite crazy I can't get into it personally um, and the other song was Karma uh, by Lady I think that's a band I think it's a band called Lady not Lady <laughs> not just any lady a band called Lady nice 
And next up is our What the Fuck of the Week. What the fuck of the week is... Sarah Noonan is the cure for hep V. Whoa! <laughs> that was pretty much the only <clears throat> kind of... <laughs> that was the big what the fuck, I think. That's yeah. the only thing we could find in, <laughs> in the episode. Is it going to be a... Yeah, there's less what the fucks recently, aren't there? It's kind of... Yeah, there's kind of drawing is... to an end. Yeah, they've run out of... The last the... <laughs> two episodes both be what big what the fucks, maybe, eh? Yeah. Yeah, There's not. there's not been any spine-ripping... Crazy. Although there was the jaw ripping, but then we kind of—it's not a what the fuck anymore because we're used to it all now. Because it's the last season of True Blood. Normally, every season it's all wrapped up by the second from last episode. Oh God. So, are, <laughs> are we thinking with this season it's going to all end in the last episode? Yeah. Maybe in the first half, and then the second half is going to be wrapping up everyone's story. Yeah. If there's anyone left. If there's anyone left. Uh, back to Sarah Noonan and her Hep V cure blood. Do you think it's going to be a scenario like Bill in the last season uh, where he had to get all the vampires to feed mm. from him simultaneously? So do you think we're going to get some more A-list vampires getting Hep V? Or is it just going to be Bill and Eric? Bill and Eric. Just Bill and Eric. Yeah. This is, this is, a, good, this is a good plan from Sarah because this is her trump card because she can't get killed now mm. because she's too valuable but to the could, vampires. It could ultimately just result in her death anyway, couldn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, but she's safe. She's safe for the time being. But I don't think she's going to live for the rest she, Yeah, no, she won't <laughs> be safe. She's not going to survive. No, she's, the, she's the main villain. She's got to pass. Yeah, absolutely. Pass on. Uh, so next up is our Light of the Week. And our Light of the Week is... Bill Compton is one tough motherfucker. He's going to beat this thing. I mean, hell, he was like a bonafide vampire god about six months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the best Jason impression you've ever done. (laughs) Terrible. I apologise. That was a good point from Jason, though. It's like, yeah, Bill's died and been resurrected before. He's, He's had superpowers. Bill, Bill turned into a slush puppy. He did, yeah. And, and, and then he. Came the strongest being ever. Yeah. So. So yeah, fuck Hep V. He's not gonna kill he can, Bill. He can, yeah, he's gonna kill Hep V. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> chuck Norris in. Yeah, he's gonna have a fist come out of his chin. Like a <laughs> guy hasn't got a beard. But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Uh, so now it's time for some news. First bit of news is uh, that Stephen Moyer has launched a new iPhone and Android app called Weave. Wow. That's spelt W-E-E-V. What does this app do, Natalie? Well, apparently you can post questions as videos and then they are answered with other users' videos until eventually they form like a seamless video conversation. Wow. Like, what the fuck? That's a genius idea. <laughs> that's, that's it. It's going to quit acting. Just make apps. Yes. I, don't, I don't know what the story is behind this, but it sounds pretty cool. There's like a Facebook page you can like and 
stuff. I've not downloaded it yet because I've got no space on my phone, but we should check it out, shouldn't we? we yeah, should, for sure. We should ask some questions. <laughs> what, what questions will we ask? Come on, that final show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your question. Should West Ham sack Big Sam? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they should. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me onto that. Jeez. Uh, what news have we got, Paul? Yeah, oh yeah, so the, the, <laughs> yeah, the cast of True Blood appeared at Comic-Con uh, last weekend. <laughs> we didn't go. Which you, yeah, it's a bit far for us. Um, which you probably know about unless you live under a rock or you don't have the internet. <laughs> Comic-Con? What's Comic-Con? So we had executive producer Brian Buckner. Um, he said at the, True, at the True Blood panel that the last season is based around the theme of love and the bonds that all the characters share between one another. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it appears like that, doesn't it, so far? Yeah, even in relation to the Hep V, it's all related to, I don't know, like Bill's relationship with Suki and Eric's relationship with Pam and how that's tested by the Hep mm. V. And, yeah. And, and Jason and Jessica. Yeah, Lafayette and James and, yeah, it's, it has all been relationship-based so far, hasn't it? Yeah. Not just romantically, but like... It's been nice. Letty Mays. Even... And Tara. Even Arlene and Terry managed to say, yeah. say words to each other. Ah. So, I don't think there's much news, because... I suppose, yeah, we should, start, is... we should start getting news soon of what the actors are going to be doing. I mean, we had a bit of news about Skarsgård doing Tarzan, didn't we? But then I was kind of thinking there'd be more stuff about what the next projects are. But I think Stephen Moyer and Anna Paquin have said that they're going to take like a couple of months out now that they're finished yeah. doing True Blood. Which is, yeah, fair Which enough. Which is well-deserved, yes. I believe Anna Paquin has blue hair now. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's the other news. Anna Paquin has oh. blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> and it was her birthday last week as well, I believe. Yes. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, and Stephen Moore had a really cool cake made for her. It is. So, it's so cool that they've now got Twitter and we can stalk them. <laughs> uh, Instagram as well. And Instagram, yeah, and Facebook. I see Stephen Moore posting stuff on Facebook as well. Oh, awesome. Ah, oh, that's great. <laughs> Stephen Moore to... Stephen Moore to... Manage West Ham. Stephen Moyer, yeah. Quit acting, quit making apps, just manage West Ham. Come on. <laughs> so, yes, that was the news. And now it's time for some spoilers, so tune out now if you don't want to hear spoilers about the next episode that's already been on that you've probably seen already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoilers. <laughs> So, yeah, so spoilers for next week's episode, which will be called Maybe the Last Time. <gasps> uh, synopsis. Uh, HBO synopsis, is that? Uh, yep. Uh, Eric, Pam and Mr Gus close in on Sarah in Dallas. Adeline and Wade find a temporary haven and unexpected hospitality. Oh. Uh, refusing to accept the inevitable, a desperate Sookie turns to unexpected resources in search of a miracle. Oh, her fairy godfather dude, ah. <laughs> I'm guessing. Um, I was about to say Rude <laughs> Yes, the former Chelsea player, Rude Hullet. Former Holland international Rude Hullet is suckers. Very good. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's that, a fucking twist. I didn't see That would be a huge what the fuck moment. <laughs> but no, it's not. It's Jesus, now I can't Rooka remember. Howe. Rooka Howe. Rooka Howe. Sorry. <laughs> if, you're not, if you don't know who Rude Hullet is, look him up because that's, that's quite a good. That would, he'd make an awesome fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, Bill recalls the inexorable forces that led him to his marriage 170 years earlier. A familiar face resurfaces in Bon Temps. Who could that be? Hoyt? <laughs> Hoyt, yeah, 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 Hoyt, Hoyt, good, good call. 
and uh, and finally Sam faces a quandary. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I, was, I was thinking of the the last Family Guy episode I saw was the one where Lois's dad wants to become friends with Quagmire and he keeps calling him Quandry. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I don't well, remember seeing that, but did I fall asleep? It's, it's been on like. Oh, I really have never seen that times, one. Really. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's it for us. So uh, join us, hopefully in a few days' time when we get our shit together. And, uh, is that it? Oh yeah, that is it. That's the whole thing. Yeah, wow. we did it. We did that. We could. Yeah, hey, we can go and watch. We can watch the next episode. We can go and watch maybe the last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and obviously we get a, we get a get a podcast out in time. Yeah, we won't. We won't. We, we, we had stuff going on this yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> we apologise. We apologise. So uh, see you in a few days, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, bye for now.